Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% Need his name up in lights. He just wants to be heard. Whether it's the beat of the mic, he feels so unlike everybody else alone. In spite of the fact that some people still think that they know, but no, he knows the code. It's not about the salary, it's all about reality and making some noise, making a story, making sure his click stays up. That means when he puts it down, talks picking it up. Let's go. He never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even him starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But it gets some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds The skill of an artist This is 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause why you was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames And I heard him Wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church I like bleach, man, why you had the stupidest verse? This dude is the truth, now everybody giving them guest spots And stocks through the roof, I heard you from with that guy 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will 5% pleasure, 50% And he's spitting fire and Mike got him out the dryer. He's hot. The Red White Report is brought to you by Big O Tires. With locations in Conway on Harkrider and in Cabot on Prospect Court. Big O Tires offers an endless selection of wheel and tire combinations. Big O Tires. They have everything you need to fit your budget and style. All right, welcome back, 1108. I wish I was telling you about the matchups for Arkansas in the Super Regionals against Indiana State, but I can't do that because, well, they're not playing in the Super Regionals against Indiana State. So we turn our attention to football season, West, which we often do this time of year, and get you set for the upcoming season. A couple of tidbits. Hunter Juracek is in D.C. this week talking to Congress about trying to work out this NIL crap. And he didn't say who he's talking to in Congress, but I assume the Arkansas delegation will be part of the uh, visit. It would make sense. He says, we need some congressional help because what's happened is states have formed their own state laws around NIL, so the NCAA has no hope now because state laws trump any type of NCAA bylaws. Well, we didn't really think that the NCAA had much chance anyway, did we, Wes? No. So what do you think of that? What's the goal there? What's what should be what should be happening? Even playing field. What's that look like? Well, you gonna limit the amount of money? Gotta get some rules or get some parameters. Mm-hmm. And but now when you do that, I, I think this thing is headed to. Now you're gonna. Open, I mean, somebody's gonna come in there and try to unionize players because. You start saying you can only make this, and you can only make that, and you can only make this amount. But somebody's going to raise their hand and go, "Okay, well let's let's put that on the coaches too." You know, let's. But but that won't happen. I mean, that's not going to happen. But that's the theory behind it. Is like, hey, uh, Pittman can sign a five-year yeah. deal, and two years into it, say, "I'm I'm I'm getting rid of my agent, and you guys need to pay me more because I'm worth more," which he was. I mean, and he did it. Any athlete can say the same right. thing. You but, can't cap what I, I'm going to earn. Right. That's so not that's kind of those things got to be collectively bargained, like in football, like in basketball, to where we'll give you this, you'll get that, we'll give you this, you get that. I don't know how that's going to happen in with college athletes. I, I, I don't mean, think I don't. Can. I don't know how they how you can do that, but that would I, I can promise you. <laughs> I can promise you somebody will try to organize. 
college athletes. We can talk more with uh, Coach Kelly about this in just a second. Also, Arkansas updated the ticket count. They're over 45,000. It's the most they're tracking towards since the Bobby Petrino era. And as I told you earlier, Big Red's Rooftop Bar coming soon to the north end zone at Arkansas at uh, in the Broyles Complex in the north end zone. So, so uh, Dad, you you have to, that's part of your game day, like Mac, like that's where your ticket is. Yes. yes. Okay. But it's not like it's not, too. but like on a Friday or Saturday night, it's like it's going to function like a, a bar. Yes. Right. Exactly. Okay. And live music and all that. It is funny to me how we we do like to throw our hands up and freak out about any change to anything. And I remember when alcohol was discussed, and I was like. Uh, I think it's going to be fine. And people are like, that's for pro sports. We don't want beer at our stadiums. It's going to be the death of us. Well, Have you looked already, out in the parking lot? <laughs> they're, they're getting wasted before the game, and they're doing shots in the club seating or in the uh, suites. What's the issue here? Anyway, it's all worked out. Now they have a full-fledged freaking bar in the north end zone that will be open during games and sometimes when there aren't games. And then one last thing here we'll bring Coach in. Dan Hampton, Leotis Harris, former Razorbacks, are uh, among the Hall of Fame nominees for the 24 College Football Hall of Fame class. Love to see both those guys going. I don't know how you uh, keep them out, but we'll see. Yeah. There is uh, something else big going on today with the Razorbacks. The number one ranked Arkansas men's track team starts competition down in Austin, Texas at the NCAA Outdoor Track and Field Championship. And the number three women start tomorrow. You let us go an hour and 12 minutes without talking about that? Game is game. it possible that you're so good at something that you quit paying attention because you just always assume you're number one? That's what I did with the track team. I used yeah, to really I, pay attention. I'm like, they're just always really good. I don't even have to pay attention. This year, what's kind of unique, they're going for the double. Uh, men and women, uh, trying to win both the indoor and the outdoor, and that's very rare. He led the Pulaski Academy Bruins to nine state championships in his time there. Bill Belichick described him as probably the best high school coach in the country. His unique strategies garnered attention nationwide. The Zone welcomes Kevin Kelly into the show. Brought to you by Bowen Hefley Orthopedics. The best surgeons, the best treatment, all focused on you. Hi, Coach. How are you? Great. Thank you. How are you? All right, Joe. You had your time. <laughs> I'm much better now. Joe brought brisket. I don't know, Joe, this is going to sound dumb, and please don't hate me. I don't know that I've ever had mac and cheese at Corky's. It's good. It's excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, he brought it before because uh, Miss... Uh, what, what you, uh, Miss I, I probably Miss wasn't v. here that day. Made I probably wasn't here uh, that day. That's a great point. Gone. Yep. That's a great You were point. gone. Well, well, vacation. Theme. Again, Wes and I text last night. I said, what do you think? And he goes, okay, yeah, bring food because... You know. I'm in such a better mood last week. I really appreciate it. Plus, you, Coach you, Kelly ate his sandwich. Which said he was easier to I know. I, you I, were I, easier to deal with. Don't bring it up that you had to get on to me about that. Because I told Joe when I walked in, I'm not eating on the air today. Well, it's not even that. I just have never seen you eat because I know you have this. I don't, uh, like, I don't like to eat lunch. Right. But it was right in front of me. It was, it's so a good, good one. It's a good one. That's the, that is the essence of radio. Like, pizza would show up here at 7 a.m. And they're eating pizza on the air at 7 a.m. It's just like... The only, matter of fact, I would, I would say the only time I've eaten lunch in the past three months... Has been Corky's probably. Yeah, I don't blame you. Don't got t- somebody got tissue. What do you think of uh, what do you think of the NIL deal, Coach? Have someone who I guess you were on the sort of the periphery of it all, but well, honestly, there, there's I mean, there's, Coach is cool with no scholarships. NIL was at least your problem. But. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we did have a guy that had NIL with uh, uh, what? Uh, it was a little chicken place. There's a couple of them around. It wasn't Slim's Chickens or anything like that. Kind chicken of. Express? Chicken with a B, I think. Oh. What is it? Bojangles. Bojangles. Oh, Bojangles it was is Bojangles. fire. Dude got two meals a week, I think, if he if he tweeted them like 20 times that week. Okay. Tweeted about it. Of course, there's only five restaurants in town, so, you know, and that was the high end. So, yeah. you know, but but no, honestly, there's really two sides to look at it. I, I, I know you, know you don't want them to be capped. You don't want to be capped. But the disparity in what... Oh yeah. The quarterback is making between what the tight end is making or the guard, who is very important to the offense, mm-hmm. is way different. And it's different between the outside linebacker and the quarterback. And and those there is a lot of internal feuding on college football teams from the coaches I know that I talk to. Oh really? A lot. We were but, worried about that when it came up, but I've not heard any of those stories. Well, they try. I mean, they try to keep that 
in-house sequester. You know, they don't want anybody to know their team's fighting about that kind of stuff. And there's guys having to give other guys money that they're getting so much of because they're afraid they may revolt and not uh, not block for them or not play good defense for I mean, just crazy stuff going on because of that. So I see the need for it, and I also see why you wouldn't want to do You know, why it's not... We're a capitalistic society to do it in. You know, I see both of that. It, well, it was well, here's my thing too. It was one thing when it was like Kid Champion or Corky's Barbecue or somebody wants to sponsor right, Wes because right, right. he's a great talent. It's another thing when they have a collective of money and they're like, okay, we're gonna dole this much out to you because you're KJ Jefferson right, right, and I really right, need right. you. But my, you know, my cornerback over here, I got a couple other guys that can play corner. I can't pay you that I, kind I, of money. I talked to a guy last week. That is a big sponsor of one of the athletes at the University of Arkansas. Okay, they had a contract with the guy last year to do such and such, and he made a lot of money. I mean, it was six figures, and he came to them and said, "I'm opening myself back up to a higher, higher number." And they're like, "We've already got to deal with you for this number." So he does it anyway, and they didn't fight him on it. They're like, "Fine." They didn't fight him on a contract, whatever. And he goes out, opens himself up, doesn't get the even the same number, tries to get a higher number, doesn't get it. Comes down to that number, doesn't get it. Comes back to them for a lower number, and they're like, no. He comes back for half price, and they're like, no. Good for them. And now this kid is sitting there. But, but here's the real problem. I know the kid a little bit. I mean, just through people. He must have gotten some bad advice. Yeah, he's getting bad advice, and that's the other problem part of this is they're not even, a lot of the kids aren't even doing it themselves. They're getting advice on, you're worth this, you do this, and next thing you know, the kid's counting on this money, probably didn't pay his taxes for last year, needs it to pay his taxes, and now he can't do anything. Now he didn't didn't have anything. It's similar to, it's better in the NBA now, but the advice you get to go pro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The people you're listening to are not, it's like I tell kids all the time, Coach, it's like, Whoever's giving you advice, if they benefit yes. in any way, yeah. in any way you, possible, yeah. from you making some money, you don't need to listen to them. Yeah. The, the University of Arkansas, mm-hmm. I won't say they necessarily are the best, but they have certainly been as good as anybody in getting that. their NIL set up and having Terry Prentice out in front of it. But the thing is to me, while I think everybody respects on both sides, players and administrators respect Terry, and I think us, the guys like us who have reached out to try to get NIL athletes, he's been great about moderating the contracts and making sure that everything's in order from a from a compliance standpoint but terry to me is not in their ear you know what i mean they've got a lot of other advisors or friends or people who are like well you should be getting this much you should be getting that much i heard that this guy was getting that much and if you yeah if you're a start like if you here's my here's here's the ones where it's real tricky to me if you know kj's making i'm just gonna throw a number out there 250 which is way low i'm sure and you're rocket sanders and you're making 72 I'm kind of pissed because, like, I'm a big right. deal too, and I'm going to be an All SEC guy potentially. Well, next you year. could stake a claim at times if you're Rocket Sanders that you're equally as important as he is, and you played more games and didn't get injured. And I mean, you know, there's yeah. a thousand ways a kid that's making less could look at this mm-hmm. and really be jealous. But to show you how scared I was of this group back when they first started for, and I don't even know if it was the same group. There was a group of guys trying to form this NIL thing, and I don't know if it ended up being the same one because there were several groups. They called me and asked me to be on the board. I was going to get a salary, a stipend to be on this board. I was like, there is zero way I'm getting involved in The NIL for whom? University of Arkansas. Oh, really? Okay. And there is, just as, a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as an advisor type thing, take me, you, you know coaches, what are you hearing? Cause, and they did it for a good reason. They were wanting to stay away from some of the problems that I'd heard the year before or that I was hearing that year from coach friends I have. I was terrified of it because I don't know which way it's going to go. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how it's going to go. And I don't know who's going to have mud on their face well. when it's all over with. And even people with good intentions that are trying to help the kids, maybe some of them are trying to benefit. That'll help my business. But let's be honest. Most of them are trying to help the university's football team right. or basketball Absolutely. team. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I just see so many ways it could go really bad. And it can go really good, but I see so many ways it can go really bad. I'm not seeing any major like commercial work. Not a ton, at least. I've seen well, when UAMS was doing it before they got cold on it. They had a couple of cool commercials with some some athletes that they were paying mm-hmm. out. But I haven't seen. I think I want to say maybe I saw Livy Dunn doing a national commercial this morning, um, but it, for a clothing line. But I've not seen those guys doing major deals like that. But obviously they're making. One I always t- see is the Virginia basketball. Yeah, player. I see that for a lot. Good feet. Yep. Is it a good feet store? That yeah, that has to be in Virginia, right? Good feet be, headquarters because yeah, be they have a male and a female, and right. it runs it runs on our station yeah. a lot. Yeah. I, I see it a lot. I just don't see the. I don't think there's that much value. I guess. 
for companies, except for maybe a couple of athletes. I don't know. It's interesting to me because it is. I mean, it's truly right. It's they're helping the school, and you're helping the kids. You're not necessarily doing it to benefit your company. I don't think. Some people think. Some people want to get a little bit out of it, but that's not the main. <clears throat> that's not the main objective. Right. You know. But they do think if they've got somebody pitching lawnmowers for them or I, something. I know. don't even have a theory on a resolution for this. Like I have no idea oh, what what might be reasonable, yeah. fair, and that you could. That would stand up in court. You know what I mean? Because I think limiting would be a court. great... There's a lot of good ways to do it, but none of them will stand up in court. Right, exactly. There's no legal good way to right, do it. Right, precisely. Because these guys are 18 years old. They can do and make whatever somebody will give them. That's true. Joe, as a business owner, do you think a Razorback pick offensive lineman or defensive lineman pitching corkies would sell more barbecue? Uh, I think it would give you... It wouldn't hurt. I mean, I don't think it would hurt. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it, it would. It would if you're doing that. I think it would draw attention to the commercial. Would you come out net positive for what you have to pay for one of these guys? Well, that that would, that would be. Well, that's the question in any kind of advertising. Yeah. Right, but you know? that's what I. That's, and it's that's, hard. He asked that question. Yeah, of course. It's hard to bring some attention, but can uh, I you doubt, make I a doubt net profit from quirky standpoint? Yeah. What we would have to pay to get somebody like that? No. I think what would be a better expenditure on your part, and again, I'm just trying to help you here as someone who's worked in media and understands. <laughs> advertising is it's maybe a getting a high-profile high radio host uh, to eat your food for free and then talk about how great it is on the radio and then maybe uh, go to trip. Omaha and eat all the restaurants there and, and you, you take care of that bill too and then go, you know what? Corky's is better than so anything they got up here. Hey, to show you to show you how this goes on the on the inside. If you give one to him and don't give one oh, to yeah. me, because I'm there every week. This yeah, guy doesn't yeah. eat so high in places all the time and oh, and then frowns upon that think, is high end. What do you think, play? little uh, little morning show, little Roger and Baz? Yeah, what about you those gave guys? a deal to to Justin? Let's just tell him you did, just to <laughs> just to make him mad. That would make me happy, honestly. I'd go one further. I'm going to put your name out there. Every <laughs> Like, tweet it, Instagram yeah. it. Yeah. I'm going to tell the FBI guys to quit eating there if you don't. Man, those are my guys, man. They're, they're, they've been riding and dying with us yeah, for they're a awesome. long time. They're <laughs> awful close. Yeah. yeah. Good spot we, for them. We welcome it because it, uh, we ask them to do some background checks on some people every now and then. It's, I wanted know, to ask. Even on this show. Yeah, leave me out of this. What? <laughs> I wanted to ask Coach about uh, KJ Jefferson. Yeah. We saw him working out on oh, the yeah. uh, beach with uh, Whitfield, George. George Whitfield. What, what do you know about this guy? You like George it? Whitfield. You, okay, oh, we, you do we like didn't know if you like him. I thought my memory was you were not a big fan no, of what he does. There are very few guys, there are very few of those that I like, and I like, I'm a fan of George. What does do you he like do? The, do you like, excuse me, the guy that used to work for ESPN? The Trent Dilfer? Yeah. I don't like him training quarterbacks. I went and watched him do the Elite 11, went down there and did that a few times and watched him do his thing, and it's just a hype thing. It's okay. He's a thermometer. I want the guy, you know, he would he would take, you know, he's got these 50 guys, and you got to make them the Elite 11. And honestly, seven out of seven or eight of them, it was just who was the hype guy because he said, I want the, the quarterback's got to be the ther- thermometer. He loved the word thermometer. It's got to be the thermometer. Yeah, he said, if you're hot, the team's hot. And he met your attitude and your energy and stuff. So I don't know. He was cold, and his team won a Super Bowl. One I know time. he was the worst quarterback ever for a Super Bowl win. But so like it would be like we're throwing. You know, I want these guys to get some work in. I want to really see which one's the best. They would throw one pass, and if the pass was complete and it was an easy pass, it was something stupid. For five minutes, they were celebrating, running off the sidelines. Wow, yeah, yeah, going. Nuts. And I'm like, that is the world getting, we live in. We're getting four passes in two hours. Yeah. Because you want. I mean, we can't see who's the best quarterback is. Right. Now, that all said, didn't like him. He called me when I was down at, at, in South Carolina. He called me and was talking to him about offense. This Dilfer. is Dilfer. Okay, I'm sorry. And he called me, and I got to, I got to so meet good. him. I mean, I got to talk with him. For, and we started talking quite a bit for hours and hours about offense and how to run a team and stuff like that. I saw a different side of him. I will say, you know, he's one of those – he's played in a Super Bowl, and he really felt like I'm better than where I am, I think, you know. And, and, you know, there's a borderline between confidence, arrogance, that kind of stuff. And then, I mean, he did get a job in college now. And he did a good job where he was, but he was he had the best players. He was in an open recruiting place and did a good job recruiting them. I hope he can carry it to there. But Did he call you to be his, his OC at UAB? You know, we chit-chatted a little bit. And he ended up hiring uh, the kid from Arkansas that his dad is Mortensen. Oh, yeah. Oh, Alex Mortensen yeah. is his OC. And I'm a big fan of Alex. He's going to do a really good job. He okay. couldn't have hired, in my opinion, a better guy for what he could pay and that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Alex is a 
is awesome. All right. And he and I have talked football. He used to call me and talk football all the time when he's in Alabama. And uh, well, Alex can relate to a he's guy. He's got a good knowledge of it. He's got a who's really good at talking game. and teaching and coaching and wasn't yeah. that great at playing. Whitfield, what makes him good is he's very open minded about new ideas. He doesn't. He's not set in stone. Here's what I do. Then I go to the next one. I go to the next one. He's always trying to learn. If he sees something or thinks of something, he'll try it. But he puts guys in good life situations, live situations without having the live part there. With the uh, stuff, I mean, he puts sets up stacks of tires where they can't see. You got to move over and throw through lanes. Nobody sees over. Everybody's like, oh, that quarterback's too short. Nobody sees over a six-five center and a six-eight left tackle. You, you, everybody slides and throws through lanes. He does that. He does a good job of making them throw off their back foot a little bit because they're going to whether you want them or not. And I've say, seen a lot of quarterbacks that have that, that down. Well, yeah, don't teach it. <laughs> don't teach it, but you better be ready because they're going to do it, so you better let them do it some in practice. And he and I believe a lot of the same. I get to spend three days with him. and uh, now, He was an offensive good. lineman, right? Whitfield? Yeah. I don't know. He, he looks like he probably was. I think he was an he's, a, he's, a, he's a big dude. It's just kind of yeah, I think he was. I think he went to Stanford. And he's a I big think, dude. And, and I almost want to say he played for the Chiefs at one point. That, but I'm not sure. But I mean, Joe, Joe, we don't do facts. Don't <laughs> I'm, I'm a fan of his. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Fan. This is a morning show. You don't need facts. <laughs> As a coach, do you worry about other guys tinkering with your guy? Absolutely. My deal, because I had to deal with uh, Clint. Clint was training some of my guys through the years at PA. Sterner. Yeah, Sterner mm-hmm. at PA. Not a fan. You're not a fan? No, you're not. Well, I wasn't when he was first training. I'm trying to cause some controversy No, I wasn't. when. Clip of the day, Christian. And he, Freddy. Know, he knows this because he was taking my younger quarterbacks and my older quarterbacks and did it for years. And finally, I'm just like, Kevin, you're the idiot here. You know, because he was teaching them a three-step drop and a five-step drop, and I didn't like it. And I'm like, they're not going to do that. And this, that, the other. And he's teaching them certain throws with routes and timing, and I'm not doing that. And and finally, I told the kid, I'm like, talking to the kid and the dad, I'm like, this isn't doing you good. Matter of fact, it pisses me off. I'm going to bench you because you're not doing it my way. Well, Clint played in the NFL. I'm, not, I'm the idiot. I want him throwing. Get all the work you want. So I went to Clint and sat down and said, Clint, here's what I want to see them do. Now, if they don't do this, they're not going to play for me. And we came to an agreement, and he started teaching them what I wanted to do within his stuff. And Which was what? Give me some examples. He was teaching them all kinds of drops I didn't want him doing. He was teaching them different footwork that I didn't want him doing. And I told him the way I wanted it done. He said, I'll teach him that way. I'll teach your guys that way. And anybody else, I'll teach them the way I learned Did your in guys, college in the NFL. You guys didn't drop it all, right? Did you guys ever play we under center? Do, we, we, I, I let, I, I, no, we never played under center, but you still can take a one or a three out of shotgun. Sure. And, but I teach a real short three and a certain way you do it. Everybody else's three is really a four. It's three and a half, four. And mine's a true three because my everything I'm predicated on is getting the ball out sooner, making the offensive line block less amount of time, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've got certain ways you do it. it to me, it's way easier. And there's and, and when you sidestep in those lanes, it's always step with your front foot. People let them step with their dominant foot. Well, then they got to take three steps into just two. For instance... If I'm facing if I'm facing downfield and you're on defense and I've got to go sideways. Get him on video, Wes. If I've got to go yes. side if I've got to go sideways, okay? I don't know if I can see this, but if I've got to go sideways to see you, you're open. He's not. You're my receiver that's Who open. Hears? You're my receiver that's open. Okay. Down the field. All right. Okay? And here I am. Here's my feet. Okay. Here's my feet. And I've got to slide over here because the center's blocking my view and there's a lane right there to see you. What I teach is people just let their uh, quarterback step with their dominant foot. Nine out of ten of them will step with their their right, right foot, foot, and they'll go one, two, but then when it's time to throw, they have to step with that third foot. Now, here's what you don't people don't realize. Third foot. Oh no, you got to take your third step. I, was saying, I only got two okay. feet, coach. But my look, God, no wonder I couldn't look, play quarterback. Here's what people do: when you walk, you go right, left, right, left. So what they do is they go right, left, right, left. It's four steps to throw. If you make them step with their front foot, either way, it is left. Right, right left, left, throw. I'm cutting one full step off, which is probably almost a fourth of a second, 0.25 seconds, which in the scheme of a season, 600 dropbacks, if you cut 0.25 off, is 25 sacks in a season. Now, think about that. That's two and a half sacks a game you cut off by just fixing that one thing. And that's the difference between my way. What was and an average else? number of sacks when you were a coach for a player? Well, probably, I mean, we, we were different and we threw it a bunch. But we probably averaged, I would say, 20 a year. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like it was good. Because you threw it 50 times a game. And we throw it deeper than anybody else. I don't mean 40 yards, but our deep throws, we were throwing 25 yards. Intermediate throws yeah. and let them run. You know, same pass concepts, but we throw, we throw it sooner. 
<clears throat> and with the footwork, we're getting it out sooner, so mm. it lowered our socks. It's interesting. But we we were here's something that'll tell you how important socks is. This is this is a big deal. I looked at our I looked at our analyzed our stuff for four years. If we didn't have a sack or a penalty on a drive, we scored 88% of the time, a touchdown. Oh. That's incredibly high. It's Amazing. like 30 is supposed to be the number. <clears throat> if we had a sack, our number went from 88% of the time to 8. <laughs> Even if it was on first down. Wow. It changes the mentality of the quarterback, the team, the play caller, everything. 88 to 8. As <laughs> soon as I saw that over 40, I'm like, we've got to fix this. You know. And so Smart. then you start working on the little things. Because I didn't like, well, avoid sacks, throw shorter. That doesn't. That's proven not to win either. Mm-hmm. It's find a way to get the ball out sooner so you can still run the same plays because those plays are good. Joe Klein's here, courtesy of Corky's Barbecue. we got Kevin Kelly, thanks to Bone Heffley Orthopedics. Got to hit a break up. Michael Felder coming up in a second. You sticking around? Yes. Thank you. David is on the line real quick, and then we'll hit the break. David gave up on me. <laughs> George Whitfield, by the way, played college football as a quarterback. He was recruited wow. to play by Jim Trestle, then the head coach at Youngstown State. Uh, he was on the bench watching a lot, so he transferred and went to Tiffin University. Old Tiffin. Oh, I was close. He was at Youngstown State and Tiffin instead of it's almost Stanford. Stanford. No lineman. <laughs> Tiffin is an excellent offensive. That's what uh, you get here, up. baby. Don't let the facts get in the way. Have <laughs> <laughs> a good story. Just want to let everybody know. Oh my. True Service Community Federal Credit Union wants to save you some money. they got counselors on hand right now that will take a look at your finances and figure out a way uh, to uh, save you some money. You can upgrade and improve your home with a True Service Home Equity Loan. Get a new pool, new flooring, maybe a custom shower or kitchen remodel. Don't forget it's vacation season. True Service Community Federal Credit Union has a vacation now, pay later offer. You can get up to $3,000 for your trip and 1% off the regular rates. It offers valid now through August 31st, so it's a little summertime offer for a good loan to help you take that vacation that you want. and Get one of the lowest interest rates in the nation with a True Service Visa Platinum Card. They offer a no-transfer fee, no over-limit fees, and no annual fee. Tommy and the guys and ladies at True Service, their team, they're huge supporters of local small businesses, and they're ready to loan money for new startup businesses. Give True Service a try. It's True Service Community Federal Credit Union. Stay up to date with the latest Razorback news with the Red White Report every weekday with Justin and Wes on The Zone. Brought to you by Big Old Tires with locations in Cabot and Conway. In Major League Baseball news, Rangers ace Jacob DeGrom will miss the remainder of the season undergoing Tommy John surgery. The 34-year-old West pitched on April 28th. The Rangers currently sit atop the ALS with a 40-20 record, four and a half games ahead of the Astros. In NBA news, CBS released their latest first-round mock draft. Anthony Black was projected to go 8th overall, while Nick Smith Jr. was projected to go 21st overall. The NBA draft is 15 days away. The NBA Finals Game 3 will be tonight. The Heat and the Nuggets are tied at 1-1 with the series now heading to Miami. Tip is set for 7.30. The game can be heard on the buzz. TV coverage will be on ABC. And arguably the greatest soccer player of all time, Lionel Messi, is coming to Major League Soccer and taking his talents to South Beach as he agreed to join Inter-Miami. Messi reportedly chose Miami over FC Barcelona, where he spent 20 years of his career and also playing in Saudi Arabia. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Our care is a system of medical providers dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. Our care, so you can live your story. Kevin Kelly for Bowen Heffley Orthopedics. Athletes know minor aches are part of the game, but when they turn into something more serious, Arkansas athletes and coaches like me ask for Bowen Heffley Orthopedics. One of the most well-known clinics in the state, generations of Arkansas athletes trust our surgeons to get them back to an active lifestyle. From surgery of the knees, hips, shoulders, hands, elbows, ankles, or feet, our 21 providers focus on the least invasive and up-to-date treatments. With six convenient locations, in-office PT and MRI, we can handle all your orthopedic needs. If an injury is keeping you on the sidelines, call for an appointment or visit us at bowenheffleyortho.com. What's your Oaklawn? 
Maybe it's lounging under a cabana at our sparkling pool or unwinding with a massage at the luxurious astral spa. It could be dining in elegance, then hitting the casino for fun and high fives. And while you're here, you could explore thermal spas, dining and shopping on Bathhouse Row and Hot Springs National Park, just steps away from the resort. Discover your Oaklawn. Make reservations today at oaklawn.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. At Big O Tires, we've got the latest technology to keep your vehicle running better than ever. I mean, don't call yourself a tire store if you can't do alignments. You extend the life of your tires by keeping them properly aligned. And at Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot, we offer complimentary alignment checks. Brakes? Yep, we do that too. And just ask for your free shuttle service so you don't have to sit around and wait. And you thought we just did tires. Tires, service, and straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot. You're listening to the dumbest radio show in America. Hey, Shots, it's actually after 10 a.m. now. My apologies. You're listening to the smartest radio show in America. The Zone with Justin Acri and Westmore is back. And we're a little behind here, so JK, if you'll hang on, we're getting to Michael Felder on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Michael, I am so sorry uh, for our tardiness. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. I got, I listen, I got it. I've got a thing I got to do in about ten minutes, so we are ready to. We're we're locked and loaded. Seven seven eight minutes. We'll go here. We were talking quarterback coaches earlier, and uh, KJ Jefferson was just out working with Whitfield on the West Coast, and we yep. were talking to Coach Kelly here about that. And he's a Whitfield fan, maybe not a fan of every quarterback coach, but uh, I'm assuming you're on board with him because you guys usually see eye to eye. Yeah, I I. I talk to George Whitfield every day. Like, literally, I'll wake up in the morning because he's on West Coast. I wake up to, like, four or five Instagram DMs from Coach Whitfield. So, <laughs> yes, I am on board. I, I love Jordan Palmer. I'm also a big Quincy Avery guy. Like, so, yes, I yes, I am on board, and I am a part of that universe, which goes back to when I was with Bleacher Report when we were doing, like, the Elite 11 and Trent yeah. Dilfer and all that stuff. That's what Coach was talking about a little bit ago. And Freaky Joe Franklin, who hosts the show after ours, asked me to ask you, Coach, and I'll ask you too, Michael, about Jordan Palmer. Sounds like you're a fan of his as well. Yeah, I like Jordan Palmer. I think he um, he he know like I think the, the I think one of the best things about Jordan Palmer is he realizes where he fits in into the the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. He was never going to be the best quarterback, but he took all the coaching, similar to someone who I mean, he doesn't do like quarterback coaching. But he did send his nephew to work with Quincy Avery uh, in Atlanta because he knew that Quincy was going to get his guy ready, uh, you know, ready to rock and roll. And that's TJ Yates. I think Jordan and TJ are kind of orbit in that same world of, I know I'm never going to be as athletic as some of these guys. My arm won't be as big as Patrick Mahomes. I'm never going to run like Jalen Hurts or Lamar, or Lamar Jackson. But I have to learn quarterbacking, and I think that's what translates to being a really, really good quarterback coach. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. What what are these? And I talked to Coach about this a little bit too. And feel free to chime back in there, Coach. But what do you think that those guys are getting and in going to these private instructors that they're not getting from their coaching staff, even at a high level like you know a, a KJ or one of these guys that's at a top power five school? I think there's little things. And I mean, listen, I, every quarterback coach in college football they know what they're doing. They understand. But there's also a limited number of hours that you can work with them, and there's also a time that you're not allowed to work with them. And so what they're doing is getting supplementary uh, teaching. It's, I mean, it's, I don't think it's any different than going to see a swing instructor with respect to baseball uh, because there's a specific skill when it comes to throwing the football. And it's not – they. I, there was a huge time, especially when the, with the immediate boom of 7-on-7, seven seven, like the South Florida Express, where it was time away from your actual high school team. 
but most of what's happening now has shifted a little bit more back to I'm getting specific instruction for my position that I can translate to what I learned from my team. Well, and I, I, like, I like what you say, Michael, and, and, and I think he knows where – George knows where he fits. You said Jordan Palmer. I'm not super familiar with him. I've not watched him work. I've watched George work many times with quarterbacks I've had in the past, which is kind of funny. You know, the quarterback coach of the team is at the is with the quarterback coach that he's working with, and I'm watching too because yeah. I always think if there's something I could pick up, and I like to think George picked up some stuff from me because he'd bring yeah. me out there and I'd walk through some stuff on what I liked. And, and what I like about him, he knows where he fits. And, and again, with me, and maybe not with everybody, but he was super good about saying, hey, what do you think about what I'm doing with him here? And right. people love that, whether they're going to change it or whether they even know what he's talking about or not. I do disagree with you in one area. I think okay. that if you're a quarterback coach in college, that does not mean you know what you're doing. <laughs> I, have seen, I can't tell you how many I've seen that I'm like, my gosh, that guy has no clue. Now, that's one man's opinion. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be nice here. I know, and you've got to be, be nice. You've got to be nicer than me, and maybe I should be nicer. But it's like anything. People, you should. Guys get and, and what the, the the odd part is. I find out that guys that sometimes don't know what they're doing are the ones that are probably coached by their head coach or their OC more than the other quarterback coach. And that right. guy got the job because he knows somebody. And mm-hmm. he's a good recruiter, yeah. and that's the spot we had yep. open. And I'm coaching that kid anyway, so we can hire him there and do that. And, I, yep. and I'm not opposed to that. I mean, that's, I got the job for Belichick probably because I knew Belichick, right? I mean, mm-hmm. not because he thought I was the best yeah. coach in the world. And uh, so, so all that to say, I, I think George fits in. And one of the reasons people use them, uh, use those guys, is like you said, hey, it gets them away. I like them to hear a different perspective. Sometimes you can right. learn something from this math teacher that you can't from that, if you think back in your college or high school days. Because they tell you differently, they teach it differently. Sure. The other thing I think is that that they present uh, some different views that that guy, that, that the co- coach didn't know. Okay, George had him doing drills I'd never thought of before. And mm-hmm. I liked that. It was real creative. And I thought, quarterbacks, especially quarterbacks, you're there, and I think it's the hardest job on planet Earth. I've said that before. There's 10,000 guys that can operate on your heart in the United States, and there's 5,000 guys that can do brain surgery. There's seven men walking on this planet right now that can lead their team to a Super Bowl win this year. The other guys are just fighting for second because there's only seven that you can play with that can do that. That makes it the hardest job on Earth. While you're sitting there, you've got to know all 11 guys on, your, on the field, including you, what they're doing, what the other 11 guys are trying to do against you. They're coming to try to kill you, and you've got 2.5 seconds to put the ball in a 12-inch window if your receiver, A, runs the right route, B, takes the right release, yep. and C, gets any kind of separation at all, and they expect you to complete it over 60% of the time. It is incredibly hard. So any time they can yeah. work and a college coach can't work with them because they've got dead periods and a high school coach can't work with them because they've got dead periods, if you can get somebody good like George Whitfield, send them to them because that's extra work and it ain't going to hurt them and it darn well might help them. There you go. That was a story about the long run. Glad you took all Michael's time. Hey, Michael, listen. Um, <laughs> God, uh, dang, sorry, Michael. Let me, no, that's okay. Let me ask you about eight or nine games uh, for the SEC real quick. It was certainly debated yeah. a lot of meetings last week. I'm ready. What do you like? Eight or nine? Oh, I like I like nine. I think nine makes sense. The only way I would go eight is if that eight was we're going to play somebody else. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I know that the teams that want eight are teams like, like Florida, Arkansas, uh, Florida, or just Florida. But I, I'm thinking about like Florida because they got to play. Florida they got to play Florida State right. or like South Carolina because they got to play Clemson no matter sure. what. Georgia, they got to play Georgia Tech. So those teams seem more proposed to, to doing the eight, but I think nine makes sense. If, if mm-hmm. But eight makes sense if everybody's got to play somebody. Right. Well, and now that we're, especially now that now that Texas and Oklahoma are joining, mm-hmm. Arkansas can be in that eight camp because they those two teams are coming right back in. Yeah, Arkansas needs four winnable games, Michael. That's why Arkansas is in the eight camp. They don't, they don't need to play any more SEC <laughs> games than they have to at this point. George ain't worried about Georgia Tech. I bet Florida does not want to play Florida State right now, the way things are trending. Yeah. Uh, some of those matchups are better than others. But for Arkansas, I need four games on the schedule almost every year that you are more than likely no, going to win. win. Yeah, you can mix. Yeah. They do have some good games coming up, though. Their non-con includes two Notre, State. two Notre Dames, Notre four Dame. Oklahoma States, and even regional That's games good. that are lower level like Memphis and, and Tulsa. I mean, there have been yeah. years where Arkansas could have or should have or did lose games of that nature. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one thing that worries me, though, if you go to nine and you only have three non-conference games, I love some of these preseason matchup games that we're seeing. Alabama's good about playing one every year. LSU's doing it. Like marquee big-time matchups at a yeah. neutral site. 
those could go away. Teams could be afraid that, you know what, we, we've already got nine SEC games. Why load up on another one? Yeah, and well, I, I don't think – here's what I'm going to say. I don't think they're going to go away because that money spins, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, okay, real quick, last thing. Uh, I yeah. saw some new talk about expansion for the Big 12 and who they're going. Maybe I saw mm-hmm. Arizona and Colorado, Colorado. which Colorado yep. probably should never left anyway. Same for Nebraska. Um, and then the the Big Ten is looking at a couple different schools. I haven't heard anything about the ACC. Are they talking about expanding? The ACC is working on keeping everyone they have. Okay. That's the big problem because part of the Big Ten expansion discussion revolves around the idea that Virginia, UNC, Duke. Um, could go to the Big Ten, but also part of the SEC expansion revolves around Clemson, Florida State, the idea that they would come into the, the, the SEC. And so the ACC is trying to keep the, the, their, like, their, they're trying to keep everything in the boat. Um, with the big, with respect to the Big 12, I, I'm in mixed feelings about this because I don't, like, the big, if, if Oklahoma, Texas, Nebraska were still in the Big 12, now we have that, tri- that, what, what is it called? A quiet, quad I don't know what it's called. I know triumvirate, but I don't know what you call it when it's four. Because Colorado was a part of the Big Four that were in the Big Eight before they joined the Big Twelve, where the Big Twelve was Texas getting Texas added in. It still was a triumvirate. I was right. It's Colorado, Nebraska, and Oklahoma were part of the Big Eight, and they were the top dogs there. And then obviously they go to the Big Twelve. They add in Texas to that mix, and so. Mm-hmm. I, you don't. You don't have. You won't have Oklahoma. You won't have Texas. You won't have Nebraska. I don't know what them getting. You don't have Texas A and M. I don't know what getting in back getting back into Texas does for Colorado. Now that all those schools are gone, you, yeah, you get to play Baylor and TCU. But at the end of the day, does that move the meat? Texas Tech, it's a regional game for them. That's the only regional game they get all year. That's it's just yeah. such a geographic <laughs> anomaly. We've talked about that before yeah. too. So, anyway, Michael, we'll let you go. Sorry, we're running late, and uh, we'll let you get on to the next one. I appreciate the time, my friend. It's all good. I, I love talking to you guys about that and Coach Kelly. Obviously, been fun. Like this is like the idea. That, yes, you're right. All coaches are not create are not created equal. You guys take it easy. All right, take care. See you, Michael. Um, let me get J.K. in here. Look at that. J.K. held on. Thank you, J.K. I appreciate that. What's going on? Hey, you're welcome. Hey, I always like it when Coach is on his own, but I wanted to ask Coach, what is so different from you coaching in Arkansas and your last job? I don't know. Was it over on the East Coast, Coach? Yeah, it was uh, the smallest college in the country. I'm not going to say anything bad about them, but I went down there and things weren't like I thought they were. It was their first year ever with no scholarships, but they're playing in the same division as UCA and those teams like that. And, and it was just a tough situation. I didn't get in there till June. Uh, didn't see my guys. Uh, they don't even have summer school where they let the kids come and because they're not on scholarship. So I saw my guys August the 4th when I saw my team the first time. He had 29 days to get ready. And it comes down to it, I, you know, when you when you do get there, you still got to do a good job. I didn't do a good job. I mean, obviously, if I'd have done a good job, we'd have won more games. I'm proud of the fact that I'm proud of the fact that we still third in the country in offense in the FCS that year, and we led the country in passing. That was good, but I didn't do a very good job on the defensive side of the ball. That's for sure. And in the red zone. What was so different about coaching on that side and where you've been, you know, in Arkansas? And I'll hang up and listen. Thank you, coach. Appreciate it. It was just, it, it, like, like I say, it was just not having enough time with the players. We probably would have done a little better if I'd had a little more time, so I wasn't prepared. I mean, I literally had 29 days before our first game when I met the guys. And I met a few of them right when I got there that were still hanging around, but they all leave because they're not on scholarship to go to summer school. They're not going to pay, you know, it's $54,000 to go to school there. Mm. So there were a lot of other th- factors that, I, that I, you know, I can't talk about that were there that I had no idea to even ask, and you shouldn't have to ask certain questions about how things were. But you sign an NDA? I did. Oh, okay. Well, you better not. <laughs> I did. I'm glad I asked. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but overall, o- overall, though, you know, I, I didn't enjoy. You know, it's funny. I, I like, I like. Kids are kids. If they're good kids, you enjoy coaching them. If they like to do their own thing, and you have to get them to do it, it's harder coaching them. But I found that it's easier to get. You know, when I was in Dallas coaching and and in Arkansas, it's easier to get 16 to 18 year olds to do it than it is 18 to 22-year-olds that are there, their own man for the first time. And then I was worried about that when I went to New England, but I loved, I loved the pro level. Those guys walk in ready to be coached, too, because they know their job depends on it, and they don't want to get the reputation of not being a coachable guy. You see what happens to those guys, like Antonio Brown and those kind of guys. 
Nobody wants to be around those guys right now. Yeah. And so those guys in the NFL come ready to be coached too. And I thought that was the coolest thing. It's that sandwich of college that's probably the hardest guys to coach. So when your team goes bad, it doesn't take too many college guys that have a bad attitude to make it really hard on the head coach. That's why I have a little sympathy for them. Got to hit a break. 11.50. Get it Courtney Ballantyne here for The Butcher Shop. Hold up there. Everyone knows I've always been the paid spokesperson for The Butcher Shop, where you'll find me on most evenings enjoying one of their delicious charcoal grilled steaks. But Hope, I'm here to talk about their lunch specials every Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2. Wait, what? The Butcher Shop is now open for lunch, too? Yeah, and they have a rotating meat selection every day, as well as everyone's favorite, Steak Burger Fridays on the last Friday of the month. What are we waiting for? Let's go to The Butcher Shop Steakhouse for lunch and dinner. David Dunn here with Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. We're the area's largest and highest rated independent diesel repair facility for all makes and models, from transmissions and brakes to suspensions and engine repair. If you're tired of high dealership prices and long wait times, come see what family-owned and locally operated really means. Expert technicians and the latest computer diagnostics will get your equipment back on the road fast. Take the England exit on I-440 to Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer, 568-2185. That's Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. Which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See shelter agent Paul Griffin in Monticello or Paul Killingsworth in Cabot today. The year is almost halfway over, and you're still dealing with that knee and hip pain. Enough is enough already. Pills are not the answer. Surgery is not the answer. You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. With the summertime coming on right now, you want to be able to live your best life, right? The advanced regenerative medicine solutions at QC Kinetics can give you a life without chronic joint pains. You can do all those summer activities that you used to enjoy. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in taking healing properties from your own body and applying them right to those achy joints so your joint tissue can be repaired and restored naturally the treatment is truly revolutionary patients across central arkansas are having life-changing results and there's no drugs no surgery and no downtime if you have pain in your knees your back your shoulders your hips you need to stop what you're doing right now and call qc kinetics for a free consultation 501-222-8440 501-222-8440 once again that number 501-222 8440. Stripes are for zebras, not you. Don't let criminal charges stampede you. Get a lion lawyer on your side. Uniforms may be sexy, but inmate orange is not your color. Stay calm and don't say a word until you call Lion Legal at 227-ROAR. Just because you did it, that doesn't mean you're guilty. Make them prove it. Call 227-ROAR. That's 227-ROAR. And Lion Legal will come roaring to the rescue. You're listening to the best midday sports talk show in all of Arkansas. You're in the zone with Justin Acri and Wes Moore. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network. Hello, it is 11.53. Welcome back in the zone. We are in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio that is being uh, amended as we speak. John, neighbors of our staff, putting the uh, five camera shoot together for us. Appreciate John. John is our video guru. Uh, at Oaklawn, if you go to oaklawn.com, which is what I'm going to do right now, I can tell you more about what's happening. But I do know that you can book your room at oaklawn.com. You can book your spa treatment there, find out more about the great restaurants, and get ready to have some fun. Again, I always tell people this. Even if you're not a big gambler, even if you didn't bet three and a half, what was it, Wes? Three and a half million? Three and a half million bet at Caesars. Even if you didn't bet three and a half million on the game tonight, you can still have fun at Oaklawn if you're not a big wager because they've got great headliner entertainment, including this week with... Randy Hauser. Also coming up, Chris Jansen, Ricky Skaggs going to be in the house, the Four Tops, Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, Beach Boys are coming, and Casey and the Sunshine Band. Joe Klein, I guarantee you, you've gotten down with Dana on the dance floor to Casey and the Sunshine Band over the years. Damn right I have. Problem is, if you get down now, you may not get back up. The good news <laughs> is, you get down to Oakland, you won't want to leave either. Oakland.com for all the information, and if you do want to wager and you can't make it down there today, Oakland Sports is their betting app. It is Oakland, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Coach, you're liking the Nuggets tonight, huh? 
Yeah, I think the Nuggets going to win. They get the return of favor back in Miami. Joe Klein agrees. Yeah, I. They shot fifty percent from the three. They're going to shoot sixty percent at the home. They shot fifty percent from the three point line the other night and won by three. There's a lot of people that talk about zigzag series, these seven game series. I think that happens if you have two good coaches. And I think there's two right, really good coaches right, there. Yep. You get to make the adjustment, but the Heat don't know exactly what to do because they don't know what the adjustment's going to be to them. And I think both sides do that. And plus, they got the best player in the world right now. So he'll make – and he's a really smart basketball player. I think Joe would agree. He's going to make some adjustments himself. Last week, they said they were going to – I love it when it plays out like they say. They said in a post-game news conference, what are you going to do? And they talked about him the next day, like, we've got to make Joe – we've got to make him a scorer. And they did. He had 40-something points. we got to take away his ability to pass because he does not want to score. He wants to pass more than he wants to score. And they did that, and it was a big that's, Yeah, deal. to the untrained eye, that's the way it would be yeah, to yeah. do it. But, so I mean, for those of us, like Eric Spolster, who <laughs> yeah. know basketball, yeah. that's just mm. silly. I mean, he's just a great player, and he's going to make plays no matter what. He's going to do whatever the team needs. <laughs> right. That's what He's a great player. You just made him do something great, a different great. Yeah. Instead you of having I, a triple-double, he had... 41. You know what I like? I do like the fact that in 2023, whatever the date is today, we're early June, that he can basically go after a reporter who happens to be female for asking a technical question or trying to make a point, and he can berate her, but nobody says, that's because she's a woman, he thinks she's stupid. I thought it was pretty good. Anyway, I, I guess the only one that picked her. up on that. He didn't berate her that bad. Well, he said it was a dumb take. I don't. That's not. I don't think that's that bad. I think she even if it was a dumb take. saying this may be a dumb question. She did. Yeah, I didn't hear that part. I'm pretty sure she did. That's when I replied. There's not dumb questions. Only dumb people. So when he is this is probably oversimplifying things. Oversimplifying, oversimplifying things. Okay. 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 Yeah. I think if she thought it was a dumb question, she wouldn't ask it. She got I mean, the. I, I she just, got the soundbite. She's just, also right, probably. <laughs> I just don't understand. If you're supposed to, where's the harm in? Yeah, we we had to change it up, so we we tried to not double him as much and tried to garner more attention on Murray and stay at home and just to try something different because it it, it, it didn't seem to be as effective in the first game. We lost what, what game is, one. Right. What is the if he says that? What's the yeah? What's the harm? Denver's sitting there going. That's what oh, they did. that's oh, what they, yeah, did. Yeah, they did. I don't know though. Uh, you'd be amazed though, at, at, or I, I guess I was amazed. I shouldn't say anybody would be amazed. I was amazed at how much at that level coaches pay attention to what those guys are saying, rewatch oh, it, oh, and try oh, to pick it apart. Oh. So some guys are half paranoid and supposed oh, to maybe one of them is like, par- I think I'm not paranoid. giving them anything. I'm not giving the them. Thing anything. used to drive me crazy was when we would go to shoot around, and there'd be like a. A dude. Yeah, hell yeah. And the like, who's that top guy? in the rafters? Yeah, just to and coach I'd be, would be su- like, I'd be coach the would take the manager and say, "Man, go up there and tell him it's a it's a close practice." I used it's to like, go see him myself at PA. We'd see somebody walk <laughs> we in. Would, uh, there was some. I go, ta- I go get him. What are you doing here? There were Who some coaches I played for. I mean, they would station dudes around the around the corridor and stuff. <laughs> I did. I went and find, I probably did it 50 times at PA. And one time I went over and said, What are you guys doing? They're like, We're scouting. And I'm like, Where are you at? They told me the town they were from. We were playing that school that Friday. And I'm like, Appreciate you guys being honest, but you can't stay. You know, but they just told me. Kevin Kelly for Bowen Heffley Orthopedics. Athletes know minor aches are part of the game, but when they turn into something more serious, Arkansas athletes and coaches like me ask for Bowen Heffley Orthopedics. One of the most well-known clinics in the state, generations of Arkansas athletes trust our surgeons to get them back to an active lifestyle. From surgery of the knees, hips, shoulders, hands, elbows, ankles, or feet, our 21 providers focus on the least invasive and up-to-date treatments. With six convenient locations,